<clears throat> Try and take it easy on me because I lost a dear, dear friend today. You did. I'm sorry to hear that. R.I.P. Tony. R.I.P. TB is all. I you, you guys were close. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. Okay. Um. All right, podcast. Card list. Yeah. I will remember Tony Bennett. Uh, Gilgo Beach serial killer. Lots more going on. We'll have a uh, full update for you. Epstein's uh, pal, Leon Black, forks over $62 million in a settlement. We've got a new presidential poll, which is not going to be so surprising. Plus, there's a uh, artificial intelligence pact that was just reached by all the major tech companies. Not often that those guys simple. get together and agree on something, Frank. Is it we won't let AI kill everybody? Basically. Okay. <laughs> that's the broad oh, that's strokes. Yep, you nailed it. I'm all for it. Uh, Lana Del Rey waitresses over at the Waffle House. And, of course, we remember the great Tony Bennett. My friends, that's what we like to call a podcast. So Frankies. I'm going to give you a quick heads up here. Any minute now, my brother is going to be picking up his dogs. Been watching Aaron and I have been watching his two dogs all week, Finn and Ray. You have three dogs in the house right now. We have three dogs. Yep, it's, it's a three dog night. Every it's, night. A, it's been a three dog night. Yeah, it did there every night this past week. So, Frankie C was a bullfrog. I was a bullfrog. So any minute now, I'm going to have to. Jump away just for a couple minutes to hand the dogs over to my brother. You'll be missed. Thank you. All right. Let's start with, um, you know what? Let's start with stupid Epstein and his dumb friend, uh, Leon Black. Okie doke. You remember Leon Black, chunky dude, um, no. hedge fund guy, visited. He visited Epstein's Island like with his own. He brought his own kids to Epstein's Island. That's not good. So weird, right? If you don't remember all the details on Leon Black, like I've already forgotten, uh, just Google or search on YouTube Leon Black, Anthony on Air podcast. We've done like 20 right. episodes on him. Right, they're here. Jump it on. All right. Go ahead. Um, so we've uh, we've talked about Leon Black at nauseum and what a piece of shit he was. He went down to Epstein's Island. He brought his kids. I want to say he like visited like after like a major holiday or something like that. Anyway, he like... Um, all the rest of the people that are starting to fall to the God bless the U.S. Virgin Islands government who's suing everybody over Epstein. Um, unbeknownst to us, they went they went after Leon Black as well. And we just found out today that Leon Black agreed to pay sixty two and a half million dollars to the U.S. Virgin Islands back in January to be released from any potential claims arising out of his. Uh, relationship and visiting record with Jeffrey Epstein down in the uh, in Epstein's uh, private islands down there. So, kind of a big move here. Again, more money being shelled out over just relationships. Kudos to the Virgin Islands again, bless them, because they're the only ones that are like holding the people around Epstein accountable. Um, Leon Black, who's uh, still around, still thriving, 71 years old. He was forced to step down in early 2021 from the Apollo Global Management Group after, you know, basically it came out that they were uh, friends and they were pretty tight. Um, he's been, um, I don't know what he's doing. I, I'm assuming he's still making money some way, somehow. 
but uh, dude's worth a friggin' ton because he just shelled out $62.5 million to get himself away from this. Now, I will say, and I have to do this legally so I don't get sued, uh, part of the agreement that uh, part of the agreement in the settlement there was that he admits no liability. He's basically saying it's one of those classic, I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm willing to pay $62.5 million to wash my hands of this. You know, of course not. Very few people now listen. I know it, that it can happen that hey, uh, you know, it's weird. I'm a person of uh, you know, public uh, awareness, and it's just easier to settle. That shit happens. Innocent people can settle at times. I just don't think it's this particular time. 62 and a half million dollars for the love of God. I just think this guy is guilty as fuck. That's my humble opinion. No facts there. Brought his kids, piece of shit, $62.5 million check. Fuck Leon Black. I hope he dies of cancer next year. Boom. Sum that up for me. I didn't yeah. even have to listen to the story. I got that last tidbit, <laughs> and that, that pretty much summed it up. Hey, I'm with you. Um, how is the exchange? Did the dogs go back okay? They were okay. Now, Ray uh, is one. Of, they are two Scottish terriers, two little guys, a boy and a girl. Ray, the girl. A little skittish. Why do you always have to make it about race? I don't understand. You're an ass. Because there's all different types of terror. <laughs> oh, it, I'll get it now. All right. So they, uh, Ray is usually very skittish. You, a loud noise. You, you drop something, she she flies under her bed. So it took her, you know, I had to pick her up and hand her over. So she's, what's going on? A lot of people in the house. Oh. So little exchange, all good. So she wasn't happy to see them. She didn't run up to see them. It's just the noise just scared her. It's the, yeah, because there was all the commotion in the doorway. It was like six people everywhere. It was just a, a commotion. So she was a little nervous. But do you think Ray was good. Pa- panicked because she knew how close she was to the Gilgo Beach killer all week? I could. We tried to shield her from that. We didn't talk about that while she was around. So all good. We told you to stop letting those dogs watch the news, Frank. You gotta you take it easy on them. When I'm out of the house, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I can't watch them 24-7. It's true. It's a good point. It's a good point. Um, out of all the stuff we learned about the Gilgo Beach killer this week, one of the weirdest was a lot of Rex Hurman's coworkers are kind of speaking up. And they say that okay. he had a tendency. I mean, looking back on it now, he had a tendency to hire women to work with him or work for him. That all fit like the mold, and as it turns out, all fit the mold of his victims. So, like young women, tiny, like four foot eleven, he would hire these people, which it turns out kind of like the same description of all the victims. That's creepy to work for him, and he would like demean them and just make the. He would hire people like get get his coffee. He hired one girl and always made her move his car. One of his former colleagues said this week, "How fucking bizarre is that?" Did I mean Janine didn't work for for this guy, right? It sounds like Janine's old boss. <laughs> go wash my car. Go do this. Go do that. We should check on that. Janine did some pretty shitty things in her previous uh, previous Jobs, profession. Yeah. Thank you, Robin. Robin put Erin's uh, uh, the link to Erin's Oval, uh, the book, in the, in the uh, description. Speak of the devil, I'm sorry, what? Because I heard that. I caught the end of that. Well, okay, so apparently the Gilgo Beach killer guy hired women and made them do, like, gopher stuff. You know, like, go wash my car, go get me coffee, all that kind of stuff. So I asked, 
Did Janine ever work for this guy? Because it sounds like your previous boss. Except it's he he hired a bunch of women, and I could handle the job. I mean, I could handle all of that, and I'm just one person. Nice. Mm. So now That's I'm comparing you... myself to these girls. Go ahead. I don't think I don't think he would have killed anybody if Janine worked for him. I think he would have thought twice about it. Yeah, because he would have been like, "Oh, this one's on to me." Yeah. What are you all dressed up for, Janina? Is it me, or do you, is your hair all done? What's going on here? What's happening? Um, it's look cold. You, you going out on the town here? What's look at you, Pink Barbie girl? Pink Barbie greenhouse. <laughs> are you getting ready for the Barbie premiere? The Barbie movie. Yeah. Pink wow, nails. Look at the nails. I got some pink hair in here too. I don't know if you could tell it or not. Look, oh, you screen. do. Are you, walk, are you walking the red carpet at the? I'm having a midlife crisis. Look at you, Frank. Why don't you try and, and actually get dressed for the show anymore and mm -hmm. get done up? This isn't dressed. Mm -hmm. I, thought I, lo um, I thought I looked okay. You used to so, do your hair. You used to put effort right now, in. Right? Yeah, nobody said maybe, anything, so I stopped. Maybe if you, maybe if you complimented me once or twice, I would have kept going. <laughs> right. You know? All right. Just a piece of meat. We'll show you some more love in the future. Um, Thank you. So he hired these girls. And you're right. That, I did. I thought you, you. I thought you said I did some pretty horrible stuff. Like, meaning like I did bad stuff to people. No, no, horrible no, as in. They like, just did that, right. Right. Well, they well, did that well, to me. Well, well, you did steal a lot of salads. So that's true. That wasn't my job, though. <laughs> it, it, you it sounded did it like it was your job. <laughs> kind of right. <laughs> um. Yeah. So his former colleague said that he was often very demeaning to women, not very nice. Uh, he would give them menial tasks from getting coffee to moving his car. He also bragged about his guns and once ordered a staffer to research New York City strip clubs for months, although the person didn't know why. What the hell? What kind that, of research? That sounds like something Janine was asked to do by her okay. former boss. <laughs> I was going to say, I've been asked to do all the above, so really, is it? Oh, my God. What? I could definitely go on. What kind of information would you have to get? Would anybody want about a strip club that they would have to do months of research? Uh, um, who goes there? What goes on in there? What does that take? What do they do One... in the champagne room? That take that takes like no oh. time to figure out. There's a guy on. It depends because it's the last like... strip clubs in the city, so. I guess. There's a there's a guy on TikTok who reviews strip clubs and like fucking orders food and like cocktails oh. <laughs> and reviews like, all the food. <laughs> tells you how good the food is and the co I'm like this is fucking disgusting. I'm like all of it. Is any of the food good? Did he No. Did he, no, it's never. Why would it, imagine you're a chef? No no offense to any chefs in strip clubs, but I don't know, aim higher. I don't think Killer they have fish. chefs in, in, in Killer strip fish. Clubs. I think they have cooks in in strip clubs. They have microwave. Right. Did you cooks. say killer fish? Killer fish. <laughs> <laughs> this one place, it was like they have nine ninety nine steak, and I'm like that. That's there's no way that that could be appetizing or that's or not good. real cow. Yeah, I actually had to put the old uh, the old I'm not interested in this button on TikTok because I was like I can't watch this guys. I can't watch food <laughs> reviews at a strip club right. anymore. Is he like reviewing it at the strip club? Yeah, which is pretty surprising because... Usually you're not allowed to have phones in there. 
Yeah, I don't know if he's can't getting. Record. He's got to have some deal with them. Uh, he he never he. Well, I shouldn't say never. I only watched like five videos, and by five I mean like thirty five. Um, right. he. He never showed girls. It wasn't like they were actually dancing. He would always just, it was like the food and the cocktails and just weird, weird stuff like that. All right. Yeah. Um, more on the uh, Rex Hurman thing. He, I guess, I, I, again, people are kind of like all putting this together now, but he was doing this all like blocks away from the long island police academy did you know that no no i did not know that yeah he's t- his home is two blocks away from the long island police academy Man. yeah well, i don't know it's not like they would how the hell are they gonna see that uh, it's, if it's in the house if whatever's going on is in the you know mm. Yeah, but there's one report out there that says he it was it was like exciting for him the thrill of like getting caught. And that's oh, why and I mean, he's a smart kind of a smart guy. I mean, obviously there's something wrong with him, but he's an architect. So there's some level of intelligence there. Like you have to know that your Google searches you know are tracked. I know. I know. Right, no, how yeah, you got to be kind of not all together there to be like so maybe he wanted to get caught. Maybe it was one of those things. Well, I was going to say, isn't that part of the serial killer DNA? Like they need they need to get caught or the the risk of getting caught. Like they have to claim responsibility for what they've done at some point. Like Janine knows. I don't know. Oh, I know. That's, I don't know if that's always the MO. Like they want to stop or they, I, I don't know. You know who wanted to? Who wanted to be found? Who? Um... The one who wrote in notes to um, the newspaper in California, the Night Stalker, was it? Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know if he wrote notes, but I know the name. He name. he wrote notes to newspaper um, that I forgot. I don't know if it was the Times there or something. He he wanted the Zodiac Killer. To, I guess it's Zodiac Killer and the um, when I just said they're the same one. No, Zodiac. Well, Zodiac, uh, they didn't catch or they wasn't there like a story recently that they think yes. they know who it was, but they, they didn't catch if they caught him. It was only recently and this was like 40 years ago. But the Night Stalker that he was he's been caught and executed a long time ago. I think like the 80s. He was the well, the 80s. he was the one he like. It's almost like they give clues to know, to finding out who they are because they kind of do want to be caught because they do want the um like the claim for it. They want to be known. They want the people to know what they did. Man. Oh, so hot. How, that's what that is so twisted. I can't even get behind any of that. That is so weird. How is that hot? They're, they're you know murdering. Which, you know which one I was like fascinated with because it was like here and my parents went through it uh what's his name sam son of sam yes and my mother's like you know during that time i was dating your father and we i had to cover my hair in the car and i was like oh my god it's so hot phyllis like i can't believe that it, like you really lived through it. You really were scared. You were in a car driving with 
your boyfriend and you were scared that someone was going to like shoot you or pull you over or something. I was like, oh, so hot. And she was like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you're, you're insane. I, my, my mother had the same story where they would go out. What's his name? The killer there? Son, Son of Sam. Sam. Yeah. The son of Sam that she would go out and and uh, it was like a crazy time to yep which seems so bizarre to me because I remember thinking I remember her telling me this is when I was like a younger kid and I still think this is like why would you go out like I don't understand like you couldn't take a summer off like but I right. guess I was you know when you're in your twenties you're like fuck that shit you think you're invisible yeah plus everybody when since when does anybody listen to anything that they're told to do oh yeah uh, get vaccinated nope you know. Wear a mask. Nope. Stay inside. Yep. There's a serial killer out there. Nope. Yeah. Oh, that's that's even more. That's even more like that. I would definitely would have not listened to. I would have tried to find him. What? Do you, what is wrong with you? <laughs> He's a murderer. Serial killers, are, serial killers are very fascinating to me. They very may be fascinating, but you wouldn't want to be, you know, caught by one. Maybe. Yeah, Frank. Maybe. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're insane um, Janine if you had to choose between being murdered by a serial killer or just having a plain old heart attack oh you kidding me serial killer definitely yeah yeah are, are you I mean. out of your mind you are you out of your mind is that even is that even a question for me I don't even know how to respond to any of this <laughs> <laughs> um, um the thing is hold on twisty sorry all right. take, take a long time. day hey you know a long day I think that a lot of times these documentaries they make on the serial killers are quite boring and they don't do it right. The last one that we watched, which one was it? Was it Jeffrey Dahmer? Yes. That one I well, love. That's not a documentary. No, no. It was like, you know, a show. It was a show right. loosely, loosely based off of him. Um, yeah, but I like the guy who played him. So I think he's hot. So there you go. Yeah, that's creepy. I don't think he's. I don't think that guy works again ever. You don't think so? He's Who's going to give him another part? <laughs> he's been doing well up until that role. He's been doing a lot of. You know, he was in a lot of stuff. He's in the all all the American Horror Story things. Isn't? Yeah. I don't know if he's in the new season coming out, but. So is he going to be just like a horror guy? Is that what he's okay. relegated to? I don't know. He was in all the not all, but a lot of the X Men stuff. Wait, let me just tell you this. I just wanted to see if there was a, a list of the hottest serial killers. What is the first thing that came up? Nine serial killers who we, who we would want us, who would we, who we, who we want, want us. Oh my God. Take Nine three. serial killers who we would want to slice us open. Absolutely. See? Oh yeah. The, Peter, thing, the thing, Frank, is she's not alone in this. This is, I feel like no, the majority this, of women. I think this is, I think it's all talk and bullshit because if reality struck, it would be the most terrifying and like, <clears throat> it'd, be, it'd be inconsolable. Jeffrey you know, Dahmer is turned number three. On, you'd be terrified. But Jeffrey Dahmer's number three. Who's number one? Oh, number one's got to be what's his name? Um, oh, what the hell is his name? Oh, yeah. Ted Bundy. I forgot about Thank him, you. too. Ted Bundy. Everybody thought He's... he was good looking, right? He is. Charles Manson is scary. No, no, not him. Ted Bundy, what's his name, played him uh, in in that. Uh, that was an interesting movie. Um, I got to look it up now. Yeah, the good looking girl who's in all the movies. Oh, guy, Ted Bundy. <clears throat> yeah, but he's got eyes like a girl. He was in Bad Grandpa and um, the Baywatch remake. Oh, yeah. 
Extremely mm. Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile was the name of that movie. What's his name, the dude? His name is Zac Efron. Zac Efron. You know, James Hetfield was in that movie. Get out of no. here. Was that right? He played the arresting officer, the guy who caught him. And he, he had like two scenes, a couple of lines. It was, he was good. I feel like he would make a great actor if he just gave up this stupid music career already. It's going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Nothing left with this Metalla something. We get it. You like writing is. songs. Yeah. Why don't you just do what you've been chosen to do, which is act? He was good. Who else is uh, who's hottest on this list for you, Janine? Is there a surprise um, outside of number one, Ted Bundy? I think I think he's yeah, I think he's probably the hottest one. I'm looking at that. I'm looking at them now and I'm like, oh, what did they do? All right, let me ask you a question. Oh, this a, this, cast. Yes. They, did, they did some fucked up stuff, man. This isn't, you know. Here's a real question. Your husband comes home from work. All right. He's got Ugh. blood on him. He says to you, listen, something happened. I killed somebody. Let's not talk about it. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, I'm not taking questions at this time. Yeah. What? I'm going to go take a shower. Is that, is he now more attractive to you? Or are you scared? I would say neither. And I'd say probably annoyed because I'm going to have to help him clean up some mess. <laughs> he forgot something, right? Yeah. You look at you. You're like, look at you. You're like, I have no faith that he pulled us off the right way. <laughs> you know There's no. I think um, you're born to be a serial killer. It's not something that like, oh, you know, out of the blue, like, oh, I just killed someone. I think you're born to be one. So I think if you have that in you, that's... You don't think it's like it has, has to do with the way you were raised and stuff that's happened to you over your, yeah. over your life? Mm -hmm. I think it's it's probably a mixture of both. Well, didn't Dahmer give up his brain to be studied or something like that? Uh, uh, something. There was something that they looked into. I think after he after he died, didn't they do something? They did something with his I, brain. I remember I, something. Well, was I, it in the movie or did they not say? I, I don't know. I feel like it might have been. All I know well, is that I want to get Will, that Will Smith concussion doctor guy to get on this. I think we need him to because that's how he figured out all the NFL guys were, were getting concussions and he discovered CTE. I think he can discover something in these serial killers. Because something's fucking up. So they were, I was reading like all these interviews of people that were like, had all these interactions with him. And it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, we talked about the neighbors living near him, but like he would go to the same place to get a haircut for the last 30 years. The haircut guy was like, you know, and they all said the same thing. He was kind of quiet to himself, but very weird. Mm. You know, and don't we all know somebody in our lives that's like just weird that you're like, what? What's wrong with them? Like yeah, they're just. <laughs> like I'm not that. quiet though. That's true. That's the weird. That's the you know you just nailed it. That's the combination: weird loud mouth, entertaining podcast host, weird quiet person, possible serial killer. Right. Yeah. You got. I mean, do you have people around? You have anybody around you that's like that, like in, on your block or something? Yeah. You do. Yeah, I do. I do. Is there like are there like rumors around the neighborhood? No, but I feel like every neighborhood has that like house. It's funny the Massapequa guy who goes around on TikTok. He's I gotta get his name Tom something some bullshit. Right. Anyway, he he was like, we never saw this coming. We all thought it was like this house, 
and he pointed to some house that looked weird in Massapequa, and all the comments were like, oh, me too. Like, that house has been there for 30 years. We all thought there were serial killers in there. You know? <clears throat> yeah, right across the street from me, um, next to my famous neighbor, there was a guy, there was a house which was oh. just... Just you never saw the people. There was like <clears throat> for a while there, there was like there was like raccoons like digging a hole in the in the roof. Like they never mowed the lawn. Jeez. Like the famous neighbor used to have we used to mow his lawn. And then when he was gone, somebody else just would like pay to just like please because if not, the, the grass would be like six feet tall and look like terrible yeah. but there was like a family who lived there and i remember when they sold the house and they like gutted it it was like a weird it was like we were all standing outside being like how many bodies are they gonna find in there i can't even like there's a family living there's a house near me that is just covered you can't see the house it's so there's so much like you know it's a regular block that you could you walk down the block and there's maybe a couple of trees on the block but in this house there's so much shrub. There's so many shrubs and trees and ivy and everything. You can't even see the house on this one on this one block. And I think, to be fair, I think it's like an old person or an old couple that lives in there. They don't, you know, upkeep anything. But oh. other than that, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen anybody come in or out. But you know, every now and then, you'll see, there's like a delivery or something. But you know, it's just a weird. It's that one house on the block. It's not. Again, it could be an, an old couple or something, but it stands out, you know, at the, for the from the rest of the house. That's basically mm. the point. Well, um, you never know. Yeah, because they know literally that guy literally proved his point that that house looked like shit, and people probably passed it and go, "Oh, that looks like a serial killer house," and it was. I wonder, you know, I wonder if anybody right now. Is living in the Amityville house. It's just uh, you brought it to my mind. I don't know. Oh, I wonder because it's out. It's still there. It's... I would stay there. I would stay there. Would you? Is it? No. I thought they tore it down like a like a few years ago, just before the pandemic. I oh, I don't know. Did they? I, thought I they, think I or they remodeled the front finally. I thought I saw a story on that. All right, I'm looking it up. <clears throat> take a take a look at it. But yeah, they were talking about. So anyway, they talked to his barber. They talked to his uh, the guy. The guy at the deli that used to serve him sandwiches. Oh my god! Wait, that's what my that's what my roommate said. He's like, I wonder what the deli guy thinks. I'm like, what? He's like, I wonder what the deli's like. Guy's like, mm, I used to cut him these cold cuts, and he was cutting up people. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly what the deli guy said. Quiet, weird, and he was cutting up people. Who knew? And then they were saying the local supermarket. They were saying that they would see him. They would see his wife and children. But oddly, over like 20 years or whatever, they never were in there together. And that his wife was always like mopey and quiet and like depressed looking. And, um, you know, that she never came in with him. Who, by the way, she filed for divorce on Wednesday. Kind um, of a standard move, right? When you, when you're. Yeah, well, I mean, you're going to have to, right? I would hope so. Now, here, the real Amityville Horror House in amityville on long island uh you're right it did it's funny that it why the question comes up on google why is amityville house blurred out on google maps apparently the owners uh you were right renovated and remodeled so it doesn't look the same as it used to 
And they also, the current owners, requested Google remove it from Street View. So if you actually Google map, oh, yeah. it's blurred or something. Yeah, because when you live in a famous house, I saw a thing on the people who bought the um, the house from Home Alone. And they're oh, okay. like, everybody's not, like, could you imagine everybody at any time is taking pictures in front of their house? That it's house. Be constant. You know what else? The other house, um, Walter White's house. What's his name? Oh, sure. From Breaking Bad. The owners said that they, it was so annoying that they had to like always close their shades because people would just constantly come and take pictures in front of the house. What was also going on at that house was people were throwing pizzas. You ever you ever watch the show? No, don't spoil it. It's oh. not. This isn't a bet. It, it's, it's a very famous thing that happens in the show, and it doesn't affect any of the plot or anything. Go ahead. Uh, Walter White gets a, has a pizza, and he gets pissed, so he like th- flips the box like this. He's out in the front of his house, and the pizza, the whole pizza lands on the roof, and it was it was not part of the script, but that's what happened. So. Over the co- a couple of episodes, it's still up there, and then he finally takes it down. So people, people have been they have been known to they've been known to throw pizzas on on these people's house. That's that, fucking terrible. That they fucking that they filmed this thing. That's awful. Yeah, you know the um, house from um, remember the Money Pit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that house is a real house that uh, that's in uh, on Northern Long Island. It's not that you know. It's accessible, but it's it's up there. I, I wonder how many people that probably not that one. That's not that's a, kind of an obscure house. They say the same thing about the Soprano house too, but it's a little harder because it's like off the road. But it's in a cul-de-sac, and people like gather in the cul-de-sac all the time. Yeah, I can imagine. It's, it's just fucking annoying. All right, now this coming in from Paige, uh, who always has good stuff. Uh, today, the Independent reported Rudy Giuliani was in Rex's house two days later, and he took items. He took video for his show too. How could he? That's what? Weird. He could just take something from a, a suspect's house. Please send me a link to that. Because, yeah, they've been guarding the shit out of that house, pulling guns and all kinds of crazy stuff. So if he actually has video that he's going to put out, I would love to see that. Please. That's crazy. Yeah, please send that to me. We Number one, it's a it's a suspect, current investigation. Number two, it's probably a crime scene. No? Right. Well... Wait, did did he did it was it confirmed that he killed the girls inside his house or no? No, but they said that they they think one of the murders might have taken place. That was a report that kind of went around for a little bit. I don't I don't I don't know if anybody confirmed that, but they think Okay. Or not that the murder took place in the house, but the girl was in the house. So, I read today that he picked up one of the hookers a couple of blocks away from me where I live. Because, Is that right? Yes, because she lived where I live. And um, they, they ignored a description from, not from Gilgo Beach, from where I live, but from, from, I guess, from a neighbor that saw him around her house. Because should- she went missing. So that might have been the other thing we were going to talk about, which was oops, he went over to this girl's house, right, to have a sexual encounter, and there were other people there in the house, and there was people who saw him going into the house. 
and leaving the house. So for whatever reason, they don't, there was no, nothing happened that night. She didn't do any, have any sexual encounter with him. And he left angry. I guess he had already paid her. So he was like texting her, like when they could actually do it, so on and so forth. And they planned to meet up again. And she was never heard from again. But the witnesses that were around the house and in the house both said that it was an ogre type of a guy who is yes. driving an avalanche truck. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a rare car these days. Like nobody has an avalanche anymore. Um, or there's very few of them. It's not like a Toyota Camry. There's like tons everywhere. And so the police had this information for years and did nothing about it for years. Well, either they did nothing or, I mean, they, they finally, at least, I wonder what prompted the sudden, you know, uh, not okay. interest, but it the goes sudden back, action. It goes back to James Burke. Mm-hmm. When he was running the cops in Suffolk County, he blocked the FBI and the investigation went nowhere. The new Suffolk County uh, police guy comes in, restarts the investigation. Within a few months, they got the guy. So, wow. it, like, I mean, again, going back to this Burke guy, you can't tell me this guy didn't fucking protect Rex Hewerman because they found him like that as soon as he was out of the way. Wow. Right, corrupt so as shit. They, so, is there any invest? There's got to be an investigation into that guy. Well, the Suffolk it, uh, cop, you know the the Burke. Yeah, he's in, jail. Burke. he's in jail. He's in jail. He's in jail anyway. But like I said, there were a lot of like cop parties uh, in that neighborhood in Giggle by Gilgo Beach. So they probably wanted to protect some of those people too, or who were having like you know these hookers come over there. Right. So, not that a cop would ever do anything wrong, because they wouldn't. Especially now with hookers. That, that's for our pal who gets mad at us when we say bad things about cops. I believe the cops wouldn't do anything wrong ever. Um, I, I just... <sighs> so hot. I can't believe this guy was... <laughs> you need to take a minute? You need a break? This guy was like only a few blocks away from me. And you've seen a picture of this guy, right? Yeah, he's gross. Yeah, he's disgusting. Okay, so what do you? So what about well, you know? Okay, here's my question: Does it weird you out, Janine, that there's sex workers <laughs> like working around near you? Because <clears throat> here's the other part of this: You look at all these. Like there was a I thing not, not too long ago. We talked about it. Like a huge hooker ring, drug ring, got busted on Long Island. I'm like, who's fucking doing this? Like, how is this possible? And then I saw a video. Somebody sent me a video of Queens. There's like this area in Queens where you drive by like two or three blocks. There's 60, 70 women. No. Just standing outside. I don't know where. Uh, where are the Mets? Where is that area? Uh, Roosevelt. No, Roosevelt. Right by where the Mets play. Oh, yeah. There's like a street down there, and there's all these videos. You just drive down, and there's just women. I don't understand how this, like, How it's happened. so out in the open. Yeah. Yet- I mean, I guess it's because if you're a cop, you have to actually catch them in the act like there's no law against just but you know what are, they're doing out there are you surprised yeah. that there's a lot of hookers out there no i'm i'm a constant drug rings and hooker rings i am constantly surprised about yeah because it's so like especially the hooker stuff it's like you like you said you pass by and you spot them like you know they stick out like a sore thumb it's like how are they not getting caught every 10 seconds yeah and like on long island like we have weird 
like motels like because you'd never there's no reason to there's a we have a few hotels yeah. you know around convention centers or whatever wedding venues okay there's a couple of those you might have to go to <laughs> bless you bless you a motel is there for one reason and one reason only you know and maybe young kids trying to find a they can't bang in their own house so they you know they take their significant others to go bang in the motel i get that but other than that, there's some bit like if you want to catch, <coughs> bless, you. bless you, if you want to catch a hooker ring, just park outside of one of the motels. Take out a motel. Yeah, there's, there's actually one not too far from me. <laughs> Surprisingly, that it's obviously a hooker motel. I'm surprised. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm surprised that there's a lot of hookers. I bet I mean, a lot of them maybe. I don't want to say are informants, but they have their eye on the street and maybe they give information every now and then they know like the inside stuff, what's going on. With who. So maybe they're in exchange for a cop looking the other way. They give them instant information on someone else, you know? I don't know. I but don't, the thing is know. like back in the day, like a lot of these, a lot of these women were found on Craigslist. If not all of them, this right. guy, hmm. I don't know if that's still true. I don't know if that's actually still used. Is it? You tell me, Anthony, since you know a yeah, lot you, about it. You would know. No, but I, I don't know. Um, that's the answer. I'm not surprised that there are hookers in the world or on Long Island, but I am surprised at how large the network gets. Maybe that's how I feel, too. You know that's what a, I mean? That's a good point. Yeah, because eventually, I mean, the number of prostitutes and the number of clients I mean, you got to figure at some point the whole thing would blow up because one person is going to, he, you know, is going to be a cop and be like, it's all over. You know, it, I feel like it's hanging by a thread every time. Mm. Like the jig is going to be up as soon as a cop catches wind of it. But yeah. And the other the other weird thing, because, OK, but this is what I think about, too. OK, if there's like a million dollar hooker ring going on, who's visiting this? Because that's what I think about, too, when I go to pick up, like, my kids from school. Like, I'll look around at all the dads and be like, which one of these guys is going to the... <laughs> Somebody's supporting these people. Somebody's... Someone's giving them... Who knows? Yeah. And then the other thing that's really amazing, I am shocked that there are still small-town hookers with OnlyFans. Because oh, yeah. it's like, if you could make a ridiculous amount of money by yourself just by taking pictures and videos on OnlyFans, why safety, would you yeah. sleep with some fucking strange weirdo dude yeah, yeah that's true why it's probably the better way to go it's safer yeah, yeah you make your money you, you're in the safety of your own home you're gonna worry about all that not you know it's legal you know for, for number one it's safe so, i mean yeah, the stuff right. i do on there is not legal but yeah legal I, I swear to God, if I was a halfway decent, attractive woman, I'd put a mask on and I would just do OnlyFans. Like, how could you? I would just wouldn't do anything else. Just I, I don't understand why. How many women are there in this country? 360, uh, 180. Probably a hundred. Yeah, about 150, 180 million. Okay, 180 million. I'm shocked there's not 165 performers on OnlyFans. I'm shocked. Really? Yeah. Would that, like, uh, you know, sort of uh what's the word a drop in the bucket you'd probably make a dollar fifty a year probably yeah yeah probably if, if there's that many people doing that but again i've seen i've seen some 
force being like, here's my, here's my pay stub. I made seven grand, you know, in the last week. And you're, and you're just like, what, you know, there's a lot of Rex Harriman's out there fucking paying forking shit over. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. That's a lot of them. Uh, last thing on Rex, oddly, an ex NYPD cop had a run in with him two weeks ago. Oh, shit. Really? They were on the train. I guess the cop was doing something that Rex didn't like. And no. he just he described it as like a road rage incident. Wow. Yeah. The cop said who I don't think they gave the identity of. He said, quote, we had a very innocuous interaction where he took umbrage with something that I was doing and it just escalated into some heated words. Was the guy was the cop jerking off on the train? No, he wasn't. Oh, what Kevin Young was his name. Okay, can I tell you something? No. My older cousin, she, well, you know, it, here in New York, you go to high school. When you go to high school, you start to, start to take like public transportation, which is, I guess, kind of a weird thing, hmm. you know, like to take a train or a bus as like a teenager, but it kind of just happens. It happens all over. Yeah. Yeah. And so she told me there's a train. It's pretty, I mean, all the trains in New York are infamous, but the A train has an odd. Oh. Yeah, odd, odd loop. It goes like from Queens into Manhattan, I think, into Brooklyn, it goes and through, it goes, yeah, Queens through Brooklyn into Manhattan. Does it go up to the Bronx? I forget if it goes all the no. way up. Okay. So anyway, so when I was younger and she was going to high school, she was like, she was like, yeah, she's like, the A train is disgusting. She's and she said it so matter of fact, like she's like, yeah, you get on there and there's guys that just take their dick out and start jerking off. In my mind. I thought, oh, that's what men do on the, on the, like, I don't want to go on the train and have to sit near, like, it, it must, she might have saw one dude happening, but in my mind, I just thought, oh, is this what people do when they get on the train? They just, that's apparently it's a thing. Start that. But I, but I picture, in my mind, I picture there's 10 guys on the train all whacking off at the same time because that's, <laughs> instead of reading the paper, that's what they do. That's just what, yeah, that's just instead of, yeah, instead of having uh, earbuds in. Yeah. You got to do something to fill the, the 45 minute train ride. Yeah. Like, and then I remember, oh, like, fill something. I remember, like, being in a, like, growing up, and then it was my turn. And I don't think I asked my mom this, but I did, like, have that moment where I should be like, what do I do if some guy starts whacking off now? Like, do I what call? What do you do? You go the other way. <laughs> do I call the cops or something? What do you do? No, you, well, now you film them. You, you tell now you I must them. draw you, and you sit across from them. I must draw. Yeah. yeah, now you film it and send it over to World Star, you know? Yeah. What do you do? I, you know, I've been on the train Manhattan, everywhere in, in New York. I've never seen that once. Oh, I have. Have you it? I'm trying to think if I ever saw that. Never saw it once. I don't know. We have seen some crazy. I've, saw, I've seen some stuff on the train, you know, weird, crazy stuff, but never saw that. Thank God. Do you remember the guy? There was a guy one time. I think you were with me, Frank. He was on the train and he was eating chicken out of a Tupperware. And it smelled oh. horrendous. And I just remember like looking at him and wondering what he was eating. And he was just a huge like diesel guy. And then I'm looking at him eating chicken and he had the most perfect like manicured like look like a, a lady's hands. Like he had fingernail, like long finger. Like I, clearly he was a drag guy. But like he had just like these beautiful fingernails, but he was just eating this like disgusting chicken. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It sounds vaguely familiar, but 
And it like it stunk up the whole car. It's one of those. It was one of those times where you know when you get on the train and it's relatively crowded, but there's a huge gap in people, <laughs> and there's one yep. person sitting there. The worst is usually when the train, a homeless person. It's usually usually a homeless person. Yeah. Yeah. When the train pulls up and there's a whole empty car, you have a you have a just this you just. I guess it's the naiveness. You just go, oh, this, look at this. This is. This is empty. Why is nobody going in this one? And you just I'm gonna get a good right, seat. Okay. Yeah. I got a seat now. Everybody's crammed into the other ones like sardines. And you're like, oh, I'm gonna go into this one. And as soon as you just take one step in, it's like, ah, got it. Thank you. <laughs> That's why. Oh, there's a there's a human pile of shit on the floor. Okay, hold on. There's <laughs> shit here. There's and then there's someone threw up there, and this whole car smells. Yeah. On to the next one. Yeah. I remember one time we got on a bus and it was just the, the bus seats are plastic and they like bend in for your ass, you know, so there's like a little bend and there was just a mystery liquid. It was this oh, yeah. weird gray color liquid just sloshing around in this one seat. And you just look at it and go, what, what is that? What could that and you're be? Waiting for, you're waiting for like the brakes to hit and it just goes somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> not, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. The best was when we took the bus and someone leaves the window open and then it's raining so like half oh. the seats are puddles and you're like uh, i can't even you know it's raining outside and we're all we all have to stand and all these seats are empty yeah that sucked we could probably do a whole episode on train stories Just public transportation oh i have yeah. a lot oh i have a lot i feel like i've seen people i feel like i've seen a girl with her hand down a guy's pants i feel like that i saw once what did you take the train home with me and my um roommate once then is that you guys right. saw that too? No, they were, it was them. They were the ones doing it. Oh. Me. <laughs> Come on, Ann. Sorry. Try to keep up. I can't believe I didn't see that joke. That was a good one. Hello. I apologize. I apologize for that. Um, yeah, buses. Mm. Yeah. At least buses are above ground. That's the only positive thing you could say about them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that was that. They they <clears throat> they kept having words. They had a weird exchange. Again, I mean, I bet you it's odd to say, but there are thousands of people on Long Island that saw this dude's picture and had an interaction with him and went, "Holy shit!" Oh yeah, I'm sure. Well, how long has it been since the, you know? And I'm sure this guy goes to you know whatever sh- stores and yeah interacts just like anybody else, but. Over a decade. Like the the yeah. exciting thing now is, like Jenny was saying, who are they protecting and how many other people are about to fall? Take you know? them down, baby. Take them all down. Yeah, I hope so, too. Um, presidential poll. There's a new poll out there that says neither Joe Biden or Donald Trump are fit to be president. Well, <laughs> is it like, uh, is there someone that they think is fit or is it just, do you think these two are fit? Yeah, they just asked them, like, based on their oh. record, activity, behavior, 55% of Americans think Joe Biden is not fit to be president. 53% think Donald Trump is not fit to be president. That's, um, so that's a sad so who do we have there? <laughs> no one. That's a sad poll. That's what I was wondering. More people I, I'm too that. much of an optimist to, to not think that at some point there is going to be somebody who... No rises to power who is charismatic and wonderful and actually a good leader who's not compromised and they're going to get voted into office let's assume that i'm right how long do you think it's going to take for that to happen let's assume we agree on the premise that it's going to happen 20 years 
20 years. 20 years? I could see the... It's a good question because let's say, let's say my prediction would be Biden wins the next one. Then after that, Trump's not going to run again. I don't think if Biden wins this one, do you think Trump would run in 20? No, 20, no. Right? He'd be yes, too old. I, I disagree with the both of you. You think he will? Well, I didn't say I'm asking if he would. Yeah, I think that there's no way so? I think he would. Uh, I don't think he would stop running again. Into, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. If he. Even if he lost this time and ran the next time, if he ever won again, guaranteed he is going to try and get them to repeal whatever act it is that says a president could only serve eight years. You get my guarantee. I don't know if he can do it, but he will try. He will absolutely try. He's probably kicking himself for not doing it the first time. Right. And he'll do it till he'll, he'll be as president as many times as he can until he's dead. As much as he can until he is dead, because he believes he is the greatest thing to ever happen to humanity, let alone so, this country. My prediction is Biden wins 2024 and then 2028. I think we have an opportunity to get some new people in and get some new blood. I, I, he's not going to win. Buddha judge would be good. I like he's a nice, honest guy, I think. But a gig. Yeah, he would be good. He, every time he's really sharp when it comes to interviews, you see him. He's never stammering. He's always got an answer, and it, it's always a good answer. Um, so I could see him. I mean, he ran already, but he didn't make it far. But I could see him running again. And he's he won't young. say happy, um, April Fools when it's Christmas Day. <laughs> right. Yeah, seriously, Frank. I know you don't like Trump. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. You're not a little worried that this guy has gone off the reservation. I mean, if you're voting for Biden, you got to know you're voting for the machine behind Biden at well, this point. Whatever. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> they could wheel Like I said, they could wheel him in Hannibal Lecter style <laughs> uh, right up to the podium. And he's better than Trump. Yeah, that's fine. Just take the take that, you know, the Hannibal Lecter mask off his face and let him talk and then put him back. Fine. Wait um, Part of our conversation on this presidential poll I do want to touch on, because if not, Glenn B. will have our heads, is this whole uh, Burisma thing that's flaring back up again and coming back around. They're really, I don't know if it's just political pandering, to be honest with you. Again, full disclosure, usually I research the shit out of everything before we talk about it. This one, I have to be honest with you, I haven't. And I still don't know if we know the truth or we're going to know the truth just yet. But they're saying that he... You know, the was that Grassley there released the document that the FBI had and they're really positioning this as the FBI was protecting the Bidens that hmm. the Bidens took money from the folks over at uh, from the Ukraine to push the guy out. You know, the whole I heard that document. I could be wrong, but I heard somewhere that that document was debunked I didn't, or something about that was was not. A hundred percent accurate. I could be wrong, but you know, don't quote me on that. But if it's if yeah, he should face the same. If all of it's true, if they were corrupt, if they took bribes, whatever the case may be, yeah, they need to, you know, take the consequences. That's what that's right. no one's above the law. Not Trump, not Biden. Don't care if who it is, you broke the law. That's that. You have to pay the price. That's it. All right. Here's my notes on this quickly. 
The head of the Ukrainian gas company, Burisma, laid out in stark terms to a quote-unquote credible FBI informant exactly when he had Hunter Biden on the payroll. He needed the then-Vice President's son to solve problems and get a prosecutor in the Ukraine fired. That Burisma executive, Mikola Zhletskevsky, said he was pressured to pay Hunter $5 million and Joe Biden another $5 million for their assistance. We know Hunter was paid his money. It's documented. We also know that he had no expertise in oil and gas, uh, was addicted to drugs and all the things that we've seen so far on the laptop. See, again, like that's, you know, the, the weird thing is, is that's enough for me not to trust. Because he's a politician, you know, politicians are this is what they do. Don't pay me. Pay the person I know and I'll get the fucking money from them. And Hunter Biden has zero, zero, zero uh, ability to run a company or let alone a gas and oil company in the fucking Ukraine as the son of the vice president of the United States at the time. Like, that's enough to me. That's enough for me to be like, this is shady as fuck. Um, And they released a video of uh, Joe Biden bragging about the fact that he got the prosecutor fired. Now, Everybody wanted the prosecutor fired, supposedly. He was a bad, shady person. So I remember that at the time. Yeah, um, that was not a, unpopular. That He was like, that was a, he was supposed to do that kind of thing. That was like his objective. Right. So now I guess it all kind of, so Grassley then put out this, he talked about the document, then he released the document. The FBI is slamming it because they're like, hey, this is in the middle of an investigation. And you're releasing information around an FBI, a credible FBI informant, and you could be exposing that person and fucking us over. Um, and I think that's kind of what it all comes down to, because are there these tapes of this guy recording this stuff? And are we ever going to really hear from the FBI informant that, you know, right. this shit really did happen? And is it going to really make a difference going into the election? I think that's why we have these crazy numbers of, just nobody, nobody trusts these people. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody loves Joe Biden. It's just he wasn't Trump. Right. I think you a know. lot of people just voted for him just because it wasn't Trump. And that's just, it. Just wasn't Trump. And they it had enough Trump. Trump. Yeah, I didn't. I would have loved to see Bernie probably take the, you know, if he was. Feel the uh, burn. If he was the uh, Democratic nominee, I would have been fine with that. That would have been fine. You know, he's he seems like a good guy. Aww, he's cute. He knows what he's doing. He's for he's against the, the super rich and for the middle class, you know, so he's he would have been good. But even though uh, he's super rich himself, well, where's that rich? I don't think he's that rich. Let's put him to reach. He has like a few million, but I don't he's think rich he's now. Oh, that's OK. Only a few million. Well, for a senator, that's pretty. You know, they make 200 whatever grand a year, whatever it is. Yeah, he's rich now. He was broke for a long. He was actually in debt for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's put him to the test, though. Janine. He would you it. would you want to feel the burn? Could he get it? Yeah, probably, probably. I had to about I had to think about that for. Uh, yeah, I wasn't so confident. Your voice did go okay. up in pitch. I'm gonna give you the ninety nine percent. Ooh. <laughs> All you gotta do is give me your one percent. <laughs> um. All right, so that's that. Uh, AI packed the. Founders and people responsible for Meta, Facebook, and Instagram, Google, 
and OpenAI commit to the White House Pact on Responsible AI Development. Okay, um, so finally there's some regulations going on here. I feel like for a while, it, it for the last like 30 years, it's been the wild, wild west. Who could create well, the biggest fucking thing? I got to stop you for a second there. Not regulations, a pact. It's a different well, thing. Right. I think they spit in their hands and shook on it digitally. Um, yeah, okay. Amazon also included in this and Fletch, a bunch of other companies. The pledge... Uh, the pledges surfaced as the companies are locked into a fierce competition to dominate the AI field, even as experts, including Elon Musk and OpenAI's own CEO, Sam Altman, warn that unchecked development could pose risks ranging from sweeping job losses to the spread of misinformation to the possibility of extinction of humanity. Ah, yikes. We are literally in the Terminator movie. God, okay. it's just we don't we're just and we're just pressing forward with it. I, I agree, you know, AI will be useful in a lot of ways. Like but I like this idea of keeping it in check. And is a pact is it legally binding? Is they all had to sign something? Is this anything like that? I don't I mean I, I don't know. I mean and who knows even if you get these companies to agree to it if some other young company developer comes up with something that takes the world by storm. Because here's the thing. Well, they'd, they'd have to be, you know, they would have to know. I'm sure we would notice it at some but, point. Right. But the problem is, is we're suckers for great investments. Yeah. So if you can get your money in on something, everybody's going to pour their money into it and then they're going to root for it and you're going to try and make out, even though it might be the demise of humanity altogether. But I wanted to use this as an opportunity to circle back to the AI girlfriend talk that we Oh God! Scratch the surface with last or boyfriend time. or boyfriend, yeah. Because this this to me is such a dangerous element to it that if you can find, you know, love or romance or companionship through a robot, um, you know, which may might start in your cell phone or on a tablet, but eventually may take a human form. I got an ad the other day for a robot dog, like an AI dog. And it was like it was a those. yeah it was a it was like a little iPad screen on this thing that was moving around and it had expressions and it had feelings and it would get excited if you called it a certain way. Looks you, like kind of like my husband. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've had like robot dogs that respond to stuff for for decades now. Just weirds me out with this idea of like, are you? Because I think finding robot, a robot rabbits. Go ahead. Finding a mate is so incredibly difficult, and it, it might be the most challenging thing that most people go through is putting themselves out there to find themselves a significant other. That's when true. you start taking that out of the equation. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, I'll be honest. Because couldn't, think, you, like, couldn't you make them how you want like your perfect partner to be? Exactly. You don't have to. The idea of compromise in a relationship being eliminated how is that not an appealing feature i feel like if it's true ai and it's not just a robot then it would have its own yeah i don't want to say free will but maybe something like that i wonder it would argue with you you know it might argue with you couldn't you program that could like you like jenny was parameters couldn't you program that out of it then it's not artificial intelligence just a robot that you're banging I'm in. I mean, <laughs> you know, 
and if you if you're comfortable with if there are people out there that I'm sure there are people out there that, that they just can't find anybody, and this would probably be good for them. No, but uh, but think fun. about it. I want you but, to think about this for a second. Yeah, you don't have to worry about this thing cheating on you. You don't have to worry about it losing its job. You don't have to worry about it. You know, uh, not you know doing whatever responsibilities you needed to do you never have to worry about that and it also can talk to you about all the things that you love like star wars and metallica Metallica. yeah it's just it'll just this idea that you can satisfy your every want and need and no longer there's no yeah, that's not. It's 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 not. I mean, real, think, it'll walk the dog for. It's raining and snowing. It'll get an umbrella and go outside and walk the dog for you. Don't have to worry about it. Picks up the how about dog. how about this? Here's what I would like it to be programmed to do. When you're trying to figure out what you want to eat for dinner or go out, like, hey, what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? I want this robot. I'm sorry, this AI person to know my three top places and want to know what I want without me saying it. Mm-hmm. You don't but know it, your three like, top places. You no, can't figure I, that out on your own. No, no, no. When I asked my husband, he goes, what do you want to eat? And I say, I don't know. What do you want to eat? And he's like a oh, Chinese. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want Chinese. I don't want him to say Chinese. I want him to say my favorite Mexican place. So I don't right. have to say it. Right. So what? So just pick your three places and tell your husband that. Say, hey, when I whenever I ask you, you know, for uh, what we want to eat for dinner, bring up these three places. I'm sure Guess he would what? remember he at least remember one. He can remember because he's a man. He's not going to remember. How about just write them down? No, it's too much work. Okay. Maybe the AI guy can help me chop his body up. Go ahead. Alexa could help you with that, or or whomever, you know, one of those things. I have another theory about women, which I'd like to take a quick poll on and get answers in the live chat. Oh, God. Is it me or do all women prefer tacos slash Mexican food slash margaritas? Like, I feel like yes. that is as opposed to what? 70, 80% of the time, if you ask a female what they want to have for dinner, 80% you're probably going to get Mexican back as a yeah. response. You think 80%? That's my theory on women. Yeah, I think women are driving the sales of Mexican food and tacos and quesadillas and in this country. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'm 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 a huge uh, Mexican food fan and I, I'm not going to you know I, I think Aaron goes what what is what does Cuddles go for? Aaron I think is a is she burgers is probably the, her favorite. You better say the right thing here. Yeah, I was going to would be burgers as her her over way, way over uh, Mexican food. She's a, she's a burger fan. That's interesting. All right, this is what I'm going to I'm going to revise this. Sixty percent of the time Mexican. I'm going to say twenty percent of the time Italian. Maybe like ten to fifteen percent of the time like burgers or something like bar food or whatever, and then five percent miscellaneous. I feel like that's all women across the board. That's true for me. You probably nailed it. Is that I, I feel like most women are like that. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know why. My wife and I, we've been getting into those uh poke bowls. Oh, I fucking love a poke. They're bowl. Fucking don't great. talk about her vagina like that. <laughs> Boom. God damn, I love a poke bowl. Yeah, because uh, you know what I love about a poke bowl? Somebody looked at somebody in Hawaii looked at sushi and went, 
Let's just open this up. Let's just. Yeah, this isn't enough. We got to put Throw this in all a... that shit in a bowl. <laughs> and let's fucking have a party with it. Let's fucking really go for it. <laughs> yeah. You got the uh, you got the sushi in there. You got uh, it's, it's got some of that seaweed salad. Throw it in there. Some rice, some sauces. Mix oh, it up. Great. You're all good. The best part about a poke bowl is you can feel healthy about it because you go like this. Yeah. Not not a lot of rice. Just not a lot no, of. Rice. I don't say that. Why would you say that? And it's still a half a pound of rice in there, but you're like. I, I never I had one here. Oh, oh really? So good. They're the best. Here, I had it outside the U.S., but not here. Oh. There's a place by us that does them, and we that the first, when we discovered this place, we went there three nights in a row. Uh, send me it. Send me the name. Don't you love that when you You'd find a new place and you can't stop obsessing over it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, it's amazing. Oh. We found our pizza place. It took us a while to track down a the because there's a hundred pizza places, but we found the pizza place. We're like, all right, we go there for now on. Wait, I want to tell you something. That you said that. Yes, Miss Justice. Go ahead. Yes, it does. Um, what's his name? Dave Portnoy. You know how he always like uh, reviews the pizza. That says you know one bite. Mm-hmm. He reviewed a place that is not too far from me. And he's what he said is kind of true. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with him. He said Long Island has the most amount of pizza places in a you know small area and at best they're not great he's right they're not all great they're not all you have to find that one in your neighborhood you go to any neighborhood there's going to be like 30 pizza places you just got to find that one Mm. yeah that that nails it but what was funny is he reviewed this pizza place that we go to sometimes and um the lady who either worked there or i think she works i don't think she owns it you got to watch it. It's on his um, Instagram. The lady was like listening. She had the door open. She was like, that's not right. Our pizza's good. It's <laughs> funny. You have to go. You have to watch it because it's like, oh, it's so Long Island what she did. It's like, oh, great. Can you just be more of a stereotype? But it is true. And I'm a, I am a true, I'm a hard pizza critic. I don't just go to any, I don't, I'm not a person who says any pizza is good because it's pizza. That's not true. I there don't believe a, that at all. There was a place uh, when Erin uh, was growing up, she told me about this place that it was so bad, but they had a sign on the front that said, it, the, their slogan was literally, at least we deliver. <laughs> <laughs> that was their slogan. <laughs> yeah. So that's the- Well, because it, it's all true. It's true what he said, Portnoy, and it's true what Frank is saying. There's a lot, but there's always usually one good one yeah, or two. Like, there's always the pizza that's convenient, which we have a lot of convenient, okay pizza. And then yeah, there's I, the, the pizza place that you're like, let's go to, let's go to the good pizza place. Like too. I'll, I'll drive, I'll drive for good pizza. Whereas my husband is like, nah, you know, whatever. You're going to drive for that. Yeah. I'm going to drive for that. If yeah, I like the- it, I'm going to drive for it. There's a half dozen pizza home. places that are very close to my house. I'll take Henry's and AI guy. Go ahead. The better, <laughs> the the best one is for is way out is is you know a ten minute drive, and I'm like, yeah, I'll go there. I'm not now. I'm not now I want to know which one you think is good. You have to send me the names. I'll send it to you. You could say it. 
Go ahead. Or unless you don't want to say it. No, I'll send it to you. Okay. I just um, want to give free pre- free press. There you go. True. No free plugs. Right. No free plugs. Largely. Oh, yeah. Henry table. knows where I like to go for pizza. I like uh, Paul's. I'm, I'm getting mad at him already. And meanwhile, Henry's like, you know, he knows <laughs> what, what he's doing. Henry? What are we talking he gets about? Gets me kind of twice a day. Go ahead. <laughs> That's the thing. How could you turn down utter happiness on you tap? Can't. You can't. Sorry. You can't. No, no more arguments. Now, now here's a here. Okay. Let me explain where I'm a little broken. Cuddles is a bit of a, not that we, we really don't fight. It's weird, but she is a, a challenge. She's entertaining. She's, we get along 95% of the time, but every now and then like her different point of view on something or like, I appreciate those things. You okay. won't have that with an AI robot. Unless you program that in. Yeah. Like there's, I don't know if you guys have this, but do you ever have like, you're so accustomed to a way of doing things and then your partner just does it a different way. And you're like, it's what refreshing like, or like something that your family always did. And now you you're doing it and you fucking hate it, but then they do it differently. And you're like, that's the this way way better. We should sure. be doing it. Yeah. There's feeling there's heart AI. You're not going to get that. You know, the, the you're going to get kind of lingus twice today though. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you know, it's just, it's, that, it's I, not, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. But, and this is a little bit more for me and Janine because we got kids. Planning, getting those sex acts in is a little bit more difficult these days. It's like I'm solving a puzzle, you know? Like, first you have to get past the kid barrier and be able to. And then sometimes it's like you're fucking too tired or they're too tired or there's headaches involved. You'd never have to deal with that shit again. You know, you'd never have to deal with, oh, the, you know, it, whatever it is, there's a, a headache or tired. Ready, ready, whenever you're ready. Yeah, I could just do this can't... to Henry, and he'll know. <laughs> but then you can't use the excuse of my wife. You know, doesn't feel good. I can't come out tonight because we'd be like, "Fuck you, your wife's AI. She's gonna be fine. Mm. Let's go." Yeah. Do you think you can get away with? I have to run an update tonight on the wife. Got to plug her in, run an update. Plug I can't leave. In. She's buffering right now. I can't. I'm She's... sorry. <laughs> How? Why would we have tell other people that they're AI? <coughs> right. I don't think if they're uh, you think they'd be that convincing that they would be. I mean, yeah, but I think we're years, years from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're a, a while from it being. God, I hope you can't pick out a person from a from a robot. I think we're a little off from that. But I'm gonna if we get to that point, <laughs> I feel like stuff would come up like, you know, their I... family. You want to, you know, more about them, unless that's all made up. And then, do you meet their? They don't have parents. It's just, you know. Oh no, you t- I like. You forget to take the sticker off of them or something. Okay, program, program Henry with a little um, serial killer foreplay in there. Mm. That's, that's what I'm going to program him with. Yep. He'll give you, you serial killer facts as as uh, yep. as foreplay. Make sure you uh, program in a safe word. Could you imagine, Janine? I've ordered margaritas and tacos from your favorite place. Did you know that Ted Bundy liked to do this to his cereal? Just, to- just hitting you oh, with every God. fucking thing on the way in. <laughs> also, Janine, I'm 75 years old. <laughs> 72. Oh, 72 years old. Frank, I've got burgers on the way, and the new Metallica song is coming out. Get ready, big boy. 
Aaron does that anyway. Do you want to hear about so, my time? <laughs> in that? Aaron does that anyway. He's just want to hear listen to Metallica. I'm like, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> What'd you say, Janine? <laughs> do you want to hear about my time in Nam? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> pass me that. Pass me that. Um, spicy shrimp taco though first before you start <laughs> spread a little of that ben gay around cool. what's bar. your what's your go-to taco me yeah well henry knows which taco i like to go to from different places too yeah it depends mm. on the place that's a good point yeah um i do love like a baja fish taco <gasps> those are great same see they're good those are really good. Right? There's something like a mahi or some yeah. shit like that or West you Coast think, Baja shit. Whatever, bu- whatever bullshit eventually- name they could put in front of fish taco always right. excites me. Right. Do you think eventually Taco Bell will will, will jump over the line and do a, uh, a fish taco? I hope not, man. Oh. That would be... I mean, there are fast food places that do fish. Yeah, that's true. Like Long John Silver's, Long right? John Sil- right, exactly. There's, no, that's it. You know, it's literally only Long John Silver's and Popeye's has shrimp. That's fucking it. No, there's fish sandwiches at other places that, like Burger King, McDonald's, they do fish sandwiches. I'm not saying they're good or bad or whatever, but they do them. I mean, I'm not saying Taco Bell's would be good or bad, but would they try it at least? Like, hey, Ooh. we're doing, you know, could you imagine Taco Bell fish tacos? Could imagine shitting blood from him. Yeah. Uh, I feel yeah, like the fish taco is like the good pizza place of the taco establishment. Like, yes, I go with chicken and steak and stuff, but like if you have a great fish taco, that's like an ele- like, oh, I'm going to get a fish taco. Like that's announcement worthy. When you sit at the table, you have to tell the person you're with, I think I'm going to get a fish taco. Yeah. Or fish a taco. good shrimp taco. Mm, shrimp taco is yeah. good too. I like a good shrimp taco. Um, there's a taco place that they started out as one location on Long Island, and now there's a few of them, and they have crazy types of tacos. You know what I'm talking about, Anthony? Yeah, I think I do. It's like a fusion taco place. Yes. Have you been? Uh, yes. And what'd you think? I, you know, I wasn't crazy about it. Cause it's cause you didn't get the right kind of taco. Probably not. You know, probably. What, like, what's an example of a crazy taco? Like, they have like a cauliflower taco. Oh, that's not. You get cauliflower out of everything. I've never, um, I've never seen a cauliflower taco anywhere. Fra- well, hold on. Aaron, see, Frank eats it that when I go okay. out. What does he eat when you go out? I bet he does. That's what I heard, too. Hey, <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna, he walked right into are that. You looking at, are you looking at the tacos, Anthony? Yeah, I'm going to the menu right now. Me too. Um, okay, here's an example: a Korean okay. Korean short rib taco. Yep. Um, southern fried chicken taco. Yeah, that sounds good to me too. Light and dark meat, buttermilk slaw, queso fresco, corn, tomato salsa, chipotle barbecue sauce. Right. Kung Pao chicken, crispy wontons, Ooh. queso fresco, scallions, crumbled peanuts, pickled chili. It's not horrible. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Oh, here's a great example. Thai meatball, ground beef, pork, lemongrass, mint, peanuts, cucumber, sushi, rice, coconut curry sauce. You lose me at peanuts. I don't, I don't like peanuts in my food. You don't like nuts in your food? 
No, what about no. these nuts? <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one that's interesting that you like if you like a poke bowl. Ahi tuna, marinated cucumber, wasabi crema, spicy mayo, cabbage slaw, radish, toasted sesame, and obviously tuna in that too. So that's like a poke bowl, but in a that's taco. Good. That sounds good. Yeah. That does sound I'm good in. to me. Too. All right, here's the question: calamari taco. Okay, that's what I had. It was it was disappointing. That, See, I, I had feel like one, that would be disappointing. I didn't have it there. I had it at some place in Aruba, and the one in Aruba was I couldn't believe how good it was. That I was like, oh, I got to get another one. Okay, here's the question: yeah. soft shell, hard hard shell. Oh, I gotta go soft shell. Me too. Every time. I usually do soft. That's what she said. I'm 80% soft, but I do like a good hard shell taco on occasion. That's what I, I take one bite. It falls apart. Cre- no credit Taco Bell for this. The double decker taco where they put the soft shell outside oh, yeah. of the hard shell. I that's genius. Love that. That is genius. Hold the whole thing together. It doesn't cr- crumble. They do that. They do that at this other uh, Mexican place near me. We discovered this last time we went and it, it changed the taste of the taco for the better, and it was really good. Hmm. So now roommate says, "Oh, we're gonna have to do that now every time." I'm surprised more like real taco places don't do that. Is it because they feel like they're gonna get accused of stealing from Taco Bell? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, people like that though. It's a good move. I mean, you're, you're stealing. All right, you're 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 doing, but like you're not. Hamburgers have all have buns. We're not stealing that from anybody. It's just tacos have shells. You could combine the shell, you're fine. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, they did it first, but to be honest with idea. you, I always felt like Olive Garden actually came up with some pretty creative and new innovative Italian dishes ideas. Oh, I'm like, God. why don't real Italian places steal this from them and actually make it with good quality like, ingredients? What? Like they had like a lasagna thing once where like they like had like instead of like a big lasagna it was just like lasagna like rolled up and you could there was like three different types mm. i'm like that's kind of genius like i like that like it was like eggplant rollatini like and then lasagna with chicken inside and then like regular traditional lasagna I'm like who doesn't want to have fucking three different kinds of lasagna on one plate oh that is true you know that sounds good they've come up with some pretty good ideas but back to Portnoy, I have to just say this. And I, I don't know, if, crucify me if I've said this already. Okay. I give him all the credit in the world. I think he's a wonderfully entertaining human being. He is. I think the pizza reviews is incredibly creative. He got to that mountain first and everybody has followed and just ripping him off. But his taste in pizza is horseshit. Like the guy literally likes white trash new england bar pizza which is just <laughs> greasy and disgusting and he doesn't like neapolitan which is across the board the best style and tastiest pizza that you could possibly fucking get I it's like the deep, most pure form of pizza i like deep dish i like a nice thick dough what are you from chicago oh, it's good stuff see chicago it's weird i went to chicago and i had chicago style pizza i didn't care for it wasn't that, okay. like, it, was, it was okay. And you like deep dish and you didn't like the pizza? Did you go to Pizzeria Uno? I did not go to Pizzeria Uno, no. I had a deep dish pizza on Long Island. And it was good. It was like a, it was like basically 
Sicilian no, pizza find out who, from where. See, I'm a you know big fan. I like the Sicilian. I like the thick dough. You know what's great? Okay, you'd love this. What I love about deep dish, at a place by me does this with theirs, the grandpa slice or the upside down slice, they call it, oh, where yeah. they put the cheese down on, on the dough first and then the right. sauce goes on top. And it's like the whole slices of cheese. Oh, there's something magical that happens when you do it the other way around. That, what is that? I, I do like that too. It's pretty Wait, good. Wait, which... What are you talking about that Portner likes? The Connecticut one? The Connecticut really- stuff I don't have a problem with. I know the Connecticut stuff is good. I, I know that. It's like the other, like, he went to Jersey once where I spent my summers, and he went to this place that you would never consider going to, like, ever. It's just, like, a weird, trashy bar, and he gave it, like, an 8-9 or something, and it's, like, you gotta be fucking... And it's, like, orange. Like, you know when you use the not right... You don't use the real cheese, and it oh. turns the oil... It gets oily and orange on top? He's like, this is fucking great, because it was crispy. It's like, oh. I'm sorry. I appreciate your hustle, but you have no... Yeah, no. I, I, credibility I with cr- me. I think crispy pizza is overrated. I don't. I don't, I don't like, want a crispy. I like. I like, I like, I like when the dough is like. You know, if you pick up a, a round slice, the front of it go, should go like that. That's what. That's what it should do. Like your penis. Should, if that helps you. I see. I like both, and that's what's good about it. you. Get a good Sicilian because that bottom is nice and crusty, and then it's soft all the way that, up I, to the I, top. I, that's fine. I can take that. Mm-hmm. See the difference with. Deep dish here or Sicilian here and Chicago style for me was Chicago had it's it's almost like like a pot pie like it's a thin crust with a with a tall like crust that goes around the rim and then it's just piled in the middle like a, it's almost like a soup you know it's just too oh. much sauce too much of the ingredients inside not enough dough for Chicago style now who was it uh, Paul was asking about Paul was asking about uh, Detroit style. What is that? So Detroit style is more of like they, it's similar to deep dish where they make it in a small like pan. Like it's made in like a tiny little pan pan pizza. It's kind of squared off more. So like little Caesars is considered that's they're they're out of Detroit. So that's Detroit. Yeah. It's kind of like a a small pizza. It's kind of like a Sicilian. It's, it's kind of like in between a Sicilian and a deep dish. And the cheese that they put on, I think, is different. I think they put on provolone and mozzarella. That's weird. Yeah. I'll try it. I'll try anything that the... the if you call it pizza and you put it in front of me, I'll, I'll try it. Yeah, that's the thing. At the end of the day, you're just going to fucking... It's, yeah, a, it's pizza. You're going to eat it. Pizza. That's, that's why so many mediocre pizza places can survive on Long Island. Because it's like, it's still good, even if it's not great. Yeah, I, I get that, you know? You're going to hate me, but every now... I haven't had it in a long time. But I had Domino's a couple times, and I'm like, okay, it's is it pizzeria style the best? The New York, blah blah. No, but it's okay. It's edible and it's good. It's not, you know, it's not the best pizza in the world, but it's it's edible. I'm gonna surprise you here. I'm with you. Thank you. Okay, that was a surprise. I don't consider it pizza. Well, it's pizza. Like when I say you want to get pizza in my house, and I think of in course. our life, we never confuse that with Domino's. That's not on the no, board. It's those are two separate. Uh, yes, 
Stop. You, you want to get pizza or do you want to get Domino's? So do you want to get Domino's? Yeah. Because there's there are like you said, there are some times where you're like, I just need a shitty Domino's pizza. Yeah. Who? The, what the hell? Yeah. I'm in with that. See, if Domino's, I don't know. I don't know their hours. But Domino's, if they want to expand or take over the pizza market or whatever, every pizza place for some reason closes at like 10 for some stupid reason, even on the weekends, which is dumb. Everybody wants pizza at 12 o'clock at night for some reason on a, on a weekend. You'd be doing so much. If Domino's does what McDonald's is doing and stays open 24 hours, then they'd do a lot more. They'd be ahead of the game, I think. Well, that's how Taco Bell literally rose to prominence. They were like, guess what? We're staying open until 2 o'clock in the morning across the board. Doesn't yeah. matter. They were like, that's where they had that whole fourth meal bullshit. And I'm like, fourth meal. We're here. Yeah. I'll tell you how many times we're, you know, we're at poker, we're doing poker by my house, and it's like it's 11, 12 o'clock, and we're all hungry, and we're like, what? I wish we could get order pizza, but everything's closed. If yeah. a Domino's was open, I'd be like, let's just grab a Domino's. Yep. 100%. That's, I feel like, you know, it, is it the best pizza in the world? No, but it, it'll do. It's weird because it is pizza, but I consider it a different food category than New York pizza, which aren't you amazed that Domino's could even thrive in the New York area alone? Like there's a Domino's, the closest Domino's to me, there must be 14 pizza places in between me and that Domino's. And I'm like, who's ordering Domino's this much that this still exists? Well, is it, I mean, I don't know what the prices are, but you go to a regular pizza place and you get a regular pie, it's like Mm $30. That's true. And I'll say this about Domino's, too. It was kind of genius to throw in the other shitty food that they have. They're like, well, you can get boneless wings with us, too. Yep. And now, like, tater tots, apparently. And you're kind of like, maybe I want pizza and fucking tater tots. Yeah, Bird says Domino's lava cake is actually really good. Yes. See that? Yes, it is, Bird. Good point. Sybil says Domino's lava cake is like crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I think there's real crack cocaine in there, <laughs> to be honest be. with you. So you know, sometimes Domino's hits the spot, man. It's yeah, it's like White Castle. Yeah, I can get a burger at a restaurant and whatever, but it's a rare occasion where White Castle White Castle is the only thing that's gonna do. Um, oddly enough, you just reminded me. I went to Chicago a couple of months ago. Now, mm-hmm. I did go to one of those deep dish places, but but it was like the pot pie deep dish place. Right. And I put a picture in the members area, and I have like a whole video of it, and I never put it out. Maybe I'll put it out. Put it out. We're talking, we talked about it for the last half hour now. Yeah, it was pretty good, too. It was pretty tasty. We all went out. It's and good. Tried it's it. good pizza. We went to, like, one of the big, you know, pizza places in Chicago. It's, like, known for their deep dish. And it was good. We ordered a couple different pies, whatever, for the table, you know. And But it was just too much sauce. It felt like it just felt like uh, it didn't feel like pizza. It just felt like the someone just put a tomato soup on top of cheesy bread and i was like uh, all right i wonder if you went to the same place i went to did it take cash only that sounds familiar oh no i wonder if we went to the same place was do you remember the what it looked like was it like a was it in a bowl and they flipped the bowl around and they cut they scooped it out of the bowl that's how it was at this place they put the they built the pea there was sauce and cheese and everything in there then they just draped the the uh the the dough on top of it and they bake it that way and then when they get to the table they flip it around and they take a spoon and scoop it out and it oh, just sits know. there I don't, I don't remember that yeah it was pretty fucking good 
but I, that, I feel like they did that in the kitchen and brought it out because that's what it looked like. It was just a... Uh, no, this, they know. do it in front of you, so I don't think we went to the same, but maybe they were doing the same style. Quick yeah, question. Peeled, yeah. New, um, if you couldn't live in New York anymore, if you got kicked out of New York, mm-hmm. Philly or Chicago, those are your two choices. Where would you live? You're talking just based on food or based on anything? Life itself, my man. Based on life. Same, you still could do the podcast. You're doing the pot. Your same career. Everything is the same. Just you got to live there. It, so you're basically picking based off of food and lifestyle. Well, life. Uh, that's tough because Philadelphia. I like the. I like the town. It's a nice town. I got a lot of his. A lot of history there. Mm. Chicago. Uh, I don't. I don't think I've seen enough of Chicago to make that. To make that call, I'd probably say Philly. Me too. I feel like I saw only the best parts of Chicago, which makes Same. me think it's like glorious. So I'm like, it's yeah. so great here. Yeah, I was in when we were there. It was a big fancy hotel right on the river, the Chicago River. Me too. Me too. You know, and everything was all lit up, and I was like, oh, this is like this is crazy. But Philly, yeah, probably Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you the thing. Up the stairs every day for a workout. <laughs> Good point from Paige. Philly, you're two hours from D.C., A.C., and New York. You can't yeah. really are. It's a great little fucking location. That's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like Glenn B., all three are disgusting. We're all life rules. Good Lord. Glenn, did we do okay to, uh, under the Biden topic when we talked about the Burisma thing? We're keeping an eye on it. I feel like the real story is going to come when, the, when they actually play the recordings and we actually find proof of Biden mm-hmm. taking the money. I'm not saying I feel like they would have shown the re- the recordings would have come out already. I it takes a while though. I think Grassley, I think this Grassley is trying to force those recordings out. By if all he could release this FBI doing. document, then he could release the co- recordings. I don't think he has them yet. I don't think he has them. Oh, if he had them, he would put them out. There's no if way. If he didn't have them, he shouldn't he should say, "Oh, there are recordings." How could you say there are recordings if you don't have them? Well, the witness said there's recordings. Oh, the witness said. Who they say is credible. I don't know. Well, you're gonna just you're gonna announce on national television this is a fact when you don't when you have no you're going on someone's word one person's word that's uh, risky. I don't know. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> really good. All right, who's gonna who's gonna wrap it? I, I was gonna leave it just for the viewers and let the right. the, the people who listen be like, what, what what did she say? That was so funny. You got to read it. You got to read it. Aaron posted something pretty funny. Um, That's really good. It works. It's good. What was I going to say? Uh, Lana Del Rey showed up at a Waffle House and, and was a server. Let's skip that. Was it, wait, just as a, was it a publicity stunt or something for I think a, so. a music video? Okay. She's not yeah. working there. It was one of those weird publicity stunts, though, where it's like there wasn't media there. It was just, I'm going to do this and let people on social media just start posting about it. Okay. And let it blow up. Because there's no way she legit. I will tell you this though, she looked hot as fuck in that Waffle House uniform. <laughs> I mean, that was working for your old pal Ann. I'm like, holy shit, this is the best she's ever looked in a fucking Waffle House uniform. Who saw is that, that coming? On, is that added to the Amazon list? You gonna yeah delivered? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm gonna t- tell my wife. Be like, you know what we were talking about that sexy lingerie? And she's like, yeah. I'm be like, I go ordered your Waffle House uniform. Yeah, it's coming. It's in the mail gonna be great uh last thing so sad tony bennett the love r.i.p to a legend okay let me tell you what really upset me today everybody who i told tony bennett died 
my family, you guys, right? And we put I put it in the group chat this morning. I got the same response and it drove me crazy of 96, you had a good run. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. Like no age was you a, know a what, good man? age to lose Tony Bennett. You know what though? He had a good run at 96. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it is up there. 96 is up there. Uh, you know, and he also, he was, uh, he had Alzheimer's for a while. Yeah, yeah, he was totally gone by the end. He, he barely got through the last Lady Gaga or his but birthday concert. His birthday the, concert. He barely got through it. What was amazing to me is they said when he, you know, towards the end, he had Alzheimer's. It was pretty bad. But as soon as he got the mic in his hands, yeah, he just, you know, clicked in. Yep. And he was 100% Tony Bennett on stage with the mic and he didn't miss a beat. And it was that's where he was born to be. Isn't that amazing? Like the Alzheimer's didn't affect him remembering melodies or song lyrics. It just that's that's where he was most comfortable. And it just brought him. It brought Tony Bennett out when he put a mic in his hands. You know, it's weird. I saw TikTok the other day. This woman sits down. There's an old man. It's her father. He's got Alzheimer's. We discover later on. He loved to paint. She just gave him. Who's this? It was on TikTok. Oh, okay. She gives him a paintbrush. He unre- he would not recognize her at all. He gives her a paintbrush. He starts just painting. He just starts moving the brush on the thing. And he looks up and he says her name. And he goes, oh, you look beautiful. It was her wedding day. She's in her wedding dress. She goes, oh, you look beautiful. She, oh, you're getting married today? And he was just talking. She was in tears. I'm fucking in tears. Wow. I'm taking a shit on the toilet. But I'm crying, taking a poop, watching this video. You know how many times I've, I've been crying, taking a poop? <laughs> Nothing to, not to do with TikTok either. It was such a wonderful moment. And I'm like, look at this. The So that reminded me of Tony Bennett. It's true. These Alzheimer's yeah. people, there's some stuff that just doesn't leave them, whatever that is. I saw another video like that. I, this one was a pretty popular one. It's an older woman who I, I was sitting in the wheelchair, very skinny, and they put headphones on her. And it's an old, she was a ballerina. And, you know, when, when she was young Mm. and but she was like prima ballerina like the best there was and she as soon as the music came on she was doing the moves like like she was like sitting down in the chair but her hands and she was doing all the moves and she was going along with it eyes closed and she was just dancing in the chair she had a bit looked like she was in her 90s and it was such a like a moving thing there's just they it instantly brought her right back. They played the song that she used to dance to, and it just brought her right back. It was so incredible. God damn, how fucking sweet is it that? It really mean, is. Seriously. There's so many. Uh, you know what? When we're, I'm going to look up more of those videos. They're so good to see stuff like that. When yeah. People just snap into like. I know. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. It's just great. Um, all right, Tony Bennett. Uh, do you know he won 20 Grammy Awards in his lifetime? That is a lot. So I only have 20 to tell him. Okay, I can, we'll see. It's just unbelievable. Uh, 20 awards, of course, he hit in the early 50s. And like I said, did his 95th birthday concert just a few uh, months ago. So, I mean, that is a dominating 70 plus year career yeah that's incredible uh reinvented his career several times too of course uh one of the most notable things ever was him doing mtv unplugged which his son god love him was like his manager 
he's like, you got to do this. And it reinvented him and gave him a whole new audience and a whole new life. I, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, did it like pump a little air into that genre too? That Yeah. That crooning, you know, brought, a, brought it back a little bit. Well, credit Tony, credit his son, but credit MTV too, who at the time was doing nirvana and you know metallica and green day and madonna and michael jackson and now all of a sudden tony bennett is in the mix and doing it unplugged like but it was phenomenal and everybody loved it um frank sinatra they asked frank sinatra who your favorite singer was and he said tony bennett and would answer that quite frequently you know Uh, it was really cool (laughs) it's it's so stupid but i have to mention it because it's tony bennett the um Saturday Night Live, Alec Baldwin, his impression of him. It's great. You got to hand it to him. It was yeah. really, it was spot on. It was yeah, so yeah. good. It was really, really good. Um, love that. I loved him in The Scout, you know, the Albert Brooks movie. Uh, I didn't see it. Tony Bennett is in there. And uh, yeah, Brendan Fraser goes, he's a baseball player. And he, he starts singing, I Left My Heart in San Francisco in front of Tony Bennett. So he start, he sings his closer and Albert Brooks is like, no, no, that's his closer. And he starts singing and the whole crowd starts singing and Tony Bennett gets mad and he fucking walks off the stage. That's awesome. <laughs> He's great in that. He was great in um, Analyze This. That's right. Yeah. He, he was in that and he was really good in that. He was a voice on The Simpsons in a er- very early episode. He was on The Simpsons. He, he did a guest spot on Entourage as well. Um uh, absolute legend it's weird i mean nobody will ever replace frank sinatra i think that's the the apex of the mountain but he came pretty close because he could fucking sing he was a great entertainer and he had a bit more longevity than than frank sinatra yeah know? i mean he was still singing up until a couple of years ago yeah i did not love the lady gaga stuff a lot of people don't know this but all that stuff that he did with lady gaga he was supposed to do with amy winehouse that was the plan mm. Because he cut a song with Amy Winehouse and they were planning to do an album and a tour and all that. And then she died. And it was kind of like, all right, well, we still have all this stuff planned. And they just slid Lady Gaga in there. I feel like Lady Gaga, they did a good job together. They did okay, but she's a little, I, she's a little much for me sometimes. <laughs> a little over the top? A little bit. Like, you know, like I, I she's a great entertainer and performer. I give her all the credit uh, in the world. But I, I also kind of great. feel like you're on the stage with Tony. And she loved Tony Bennett, but I feel like you're on the stage with him. Dial it down a little bit. Let him be. Let you know. Let him be the guy. Don't just say I'm you love him. Sing her, the way she sings. Yeah, I guess so. so. And also, Sybil, I was. Yeah, Sybil remembers that. Uh, I'm sorry, the ballerina video. Oh, the ballerina dancer. Yeah, that's a um, good one. I'm also sour because I'm a huge uh, Amy Winehouse fan, and I don't think I don't of think. Of course. She, I'm treating Lady Gaga like uh, the, the fucking second bass player in Metallica. What was his name? Uh, Jason Newstead. Jason, yeah, he just never got the time today. <laughs> Fucking guy, poor bastard. <laughs> All right, Frankie, that's it. You got anything else? All I gotta say is uh, he had a good run, Tony. Ninety six. That's that's good. Man. God bless him. And at least we still got the music, right? Like we've got all this great shit. Got a, a lifetime of music. Uh, Seventy years of music. That's insane. There's a couple of albums uh, stepping out primarily. Stepping Out is such a fucking great record because you could like hear in the recording like the actual piano key, like them hitting the piano keys and then plucking yeah. the bass strings and stuff like that. It's so well done. I could vividly remember laying in my house, my parents' house in Queens, like laying on the couch while that album was playing and hearing every little detail of that record. 
like getting ready for some party or Christmas or whatever, New Year's or whatever it was. But I just remember sitting there listening to that going, God, this is fuck. And I'm like a kid. I'm like, this is really good shit. Like he just, he knew how to make a record. You know, he knew how to make an album. It was so fucking good. The legend, baby. Absolute legend. Shit, I was going to say something else now. And I got so involved with the stupid sound on the album that I, oh, <laughs> he, he was also an artist. He painted a lot. I actually Dude, have it. I didn't know that. Yeah, I have it. I forgot to bring it, but downstairs, maybe I'll take a picture. I'll put it in the members area. Um, he had, um, he was a winemaker too, or champagne or something, but we have a bottle of wine or champagne in the house that he, it was his painting and they took his painting and put it on the the bottle and they sold it. It's like a limited uh, edition thing wow. that I like, I've always treasured it. And I'm like, never, I never, that, that's it. never going to be opened. Probably. It's never going to be. I mean, I don't even know if it's probably vinegar at this point. I don't even know if it's good, but, uh, we got it. So I'll snap a picture of that. Cool. That's it. Anything else? I'm good on my end. All right. Um, I would pick up that oval book. I was just going to say description. Oval still available, right? We still got the link in the description for anybody who hasn't got it yet. It's on Amazon. Great summer read. Pick it up while you can. Um, The hard copy or the the Kindle version. Both available. I don't want to spoil anything in the book, but the part where Tony Bennett comes out and sings to the main characters is just breathtaking. The it's vocals so in, that, in that book are amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of great cameos. Really hear the detail in that book. <laughs> the detail. Hear the strings plucking. All right, that's it for us. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back with you on Monday. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. <laughs>